the intention of the Creating the Game podcast is crystal clear. My goal is to inspire you along your awakening journey, to provide you with conversations and resources that help you create the life of your dreams and support you in finding more connection with yourself and the beautiful world around you. Thank you for taking the time today to listen and do the inner work. I hope you leave this conversation with a closer orientation to your truth. Welcome back to the Creating the Game podcast. I'm super pumped to have you here today listening or watching. And one thing that I've been thinking a lot about is how I can bring some of the the more depth to the show. Um, And I think it comes through in some really amazing conversations and we'll continue to cultivate those. But I found that, you know, I can actually bring in some of the material from mentors and people who I had admire and have learned a great deal from um, just by being resourceful um, and getting clips from them, you know, off the web. So today I want to share with you one of my favorite teachers um, and we can go deeper on this concept of intention. So we talked about intention last episode and I wanted to take it a step further and, you know, keep that idea of intention ruminating in your mind and how you can strengthen the intention that you cultivate in your life. And the way that I've seen intention work best for me is that when I am connected to myself um, and I go inward, that my intention has a much higher probability of manifesting um, as long as I'm connected to myself and the source within me. And Wayne Dyer goes into detail about this. And one of the things that he talks about is this quote that he shares that when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And I'll let him share the insights on what this exactly could mean. But he shares some really profound insights from super, you know, left brain scientists. And I'm excited to hear all of your thoughts and take this conversation of intention a step deeper. So without further ado, here's Dr. Wayne Dyer. And I'd like to share with you here at the opening a couple of observations, a couple of quotes that I came across as I was uh, preparing to write this book. Uh, the first of these quotes is from uh, a, a person who's been a very powerful and important influence in my life. His name was uh, Carlos Castaneda. And Castaneda, um, in his, particularly in his later books, in his book, uh, The uh, Fire from Within and The Power of Silence and uh, The Active Side of Infinity, he spoke about intention not as something that we do, but as something that we connect to. I included this particular observation of Castaneda's in the writing of The Power of Intention because it was this particular quote that um, really inspired me to, to write this book and to produce this program and to be here with you today. And as like everything else in my life, I almost feel as if I'm no longer the one in charge. I don't even know how it was handed to me. Somebody just, and when I read the words, um, I had them laminated and I wrote them out on a, and I put, carried them around with me and ultimately knew I was going to write a book about them, about this idea, and I was going to produce a program about it. And here's what the quote says. In the universe, there is an unmeasurable, indescribable force which those who live 
of the source, in quotes, of the source. And of the source means sorcerer. Now, not sorcerer in the word, uh, when we think of sorcerer, we think of witches and incantations and uh, all kinds of hocus pocus and so on. That's not what the word sorcerer means. It means of the source, those who live of the source. In the universe, there is an unmeasurable and indescribable force which those who live of the source call intention. And that absolutely everything that exists in the entire cosmos is attached to intent by a connecting link. And then he goes on to say, sorcerers are not only concerned with understanding and explaining that connecting link, but they are especially concerned with cleansing it of the numbing effects brought about by all of the concerns of living at ordinary levels of consciousness. Very important and powerful words to consider. Think of it like this, that everything in this universe was intended here, including you, including every mosquito and every palm tree and every avocado and all of the Rocky Mountains and the oceans, that everything that shows up in the material world emanates from a source. And this source can be thought of as that which intends things into the material world. And the question here today isn't whether or not you are going to be connected to it, because you couldn't be, you couldn't be listening to this program. You couldn't be processing what I'm saying here if you weren't connected to this field. This field beats your heart. This, this field of energy grows your fingernails and grows everybody else's fingernails. I used to say it, uh, it grows your hair, but I've become a little suspicious <laughs> of that, you know. But this, it animates all life. Now this is one observation, that intention is what I'd like you to think of when I think about the power of intention. Intention isn't about whether you're going to connect to it, you're already connected to it. The question is, how rusty, how corroded, how dirty is the link between you and this field of intention? And sorcerers are those who are concerned with cleansing this connecting link so that you become more and more in rapport with or in harmony with this field of intention. And the more you're in harmony with this field of intention, the more you are able to do all that this field of intention is able to do. You are able to create miracles. You are able to heal yourself. You are able to attract into your life the abundance that has been missing. You are able to find the right people and have them show up exactly on time because that's how the universal source from which all things and all people originated, that's how it works. And what we're going to be doing here today in this program is looking at how to get that link back to intention and to not only be connected to it, but to always be ready to keep that connecting link clean, uncorroded. I came across another quote. Now, Castaneda is considered by many to be uh, a metaphysician, if you will, an anthropologist who got into the world of, uh, of sorcery and higher consciousness through what we call like spiritual uh, literature and so on. There's another man whose observations I came across that I want to share with you, and his name is Max Planck.
Now you may be saying, who is Max Planck? Max Planck was given the Nobel Prize in Physics many years ago in Stockholm for his work on the atom. He, along with Einstein, was considered to be one of the greatest scientific minds on the planet. Now these are the people who need hardcore data. They don't want to hear about hocus pocus and sorcerers and connecting to intention and all of these kind of things. It has to be something they can measure, they can see. These are the people who are what we call operating out of the left brain. And, and that is not in any way a criticism. It's something that allows us to make great scientific uh, explorations and advances, of course, as people. And the study of the atom is something that can be used not only to make atomic bombs, but it can also be used to power uh, all of the needs that we have on the planet for energy if it were put into the proper context. So here's what Max Planck had to say. As he accepted the Nobel Prize, these were his words. As a man who has devoted his whole life to the most clear-headed science, to the study of matter, I can tell you, as the result of my research about atoms, this much. There is no matter as such. All matter originates and exists only by virtue of a force which brings the particle of an atom to vibration and holds this most minute solar system of the atom together. We must assume, now listen to a greatest scientist on the planet, we must assume behind this force the existence of a conscious and intelligent mind. This mind is the matrix of all matter. Now, that is very, very powerful um, evidence. One of the things that really intrigues me is this idea, and I heard it many, many years ago. I'm not even sure of the original source where I heard it, but it goes like this. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Albert Einstein once observed that uh, you have the most fundamental and major decision that you have to make in your life is this. Do I live in a friendly or a hostile universe? Which is it? Is it a universe that is filled with hostility and anger and people wanting to hate each other and people wanting to kill each other? Is that what you see? Because when you see the world that way, that's exactly what you will create for yourself in your life. This is from great scientific minds. And the interesting thing is that this is not just a, a clever play on words, that when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change, it's actually a very scientific thing, and I'm going to show you that in just a moment. I'd like you to imagine the following scene. You're in your house. You've got your car keys in your hand. The lights go out. Power failure. You can't see a thing. You stumble around in your living room, and you drop your keys. And you look around for a moment and you realize that you're never going to find them in the dark. But you look outside and you notice that the street lights are on. So in your mind, a light bulb goes off. Hmm. 
I'm not going to sit around here in the dark and grope around looking for my keys when there's a light on outside. I'm going to go out here under the street light and I'm going to look for my keys. <laughs> Why are you laughing? This, is, this makes a lot of sense. So you're out here and you're groping around and you're looking for your keys and you're looking and looking and your neighbor comes along and says, what happened, Wayne? Well, um, I dropped my keys. Oh, I'll help you look for them. And the two of us are now down here looking for our keys and looking. Finally, he says to me, excuse me, but um, where did you drop your keys? Well, um, I dropped them in the house. He said, you mean to tell me that you dropped your keys in the house and you're looking for them out here in the streetlight? Doesn't make any sense. And I said, well, it doesn't make any sense to grope around in the dark when there's light out here. Now you laugh and you think how silly that is, but isn't that exactly what we do when we have a problem, a difficulty, a struggle that is located inside and we're looking for the solution outside, someplace outside of ourselves? It would be like going to the doctor and telling him all of your symptoms and the doctor says, oh boy, you've got a lot of symptoms. And he starts writing out prescriptions. You need a prescription for this symptom, you need a prescription for that symptom. And finally, he gets this four or five, and you go to walk out, and you say, well, I'd like my prescriptions. He said, no, 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 I'll give this one to your mother-in-law, and I'll give this one to your neighbor, and I'll give this one to your daughter, and I'll give this one to your father. I mean, you're the one with the struggles and with the difficulties, and giving, expecting somebody else to change or something outside of you to get better in order for you to make your life work at this level that I'm calling intention is something you have to really take a hard look at. It's in here. We have to see the question isn't whether I'm connected to this field of intention. The question is, how ready am I to keep that connecting link absolutely corrosion-free. Wow. I'll tell you what. I have so many takeaways from that clip, and I'm sure that you have individual takeaways as well. But to expand a little bit on the idea of when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change, like the world outside yourself is a direct reflection of the world inside of yourself. And when he talks about the power of intention being based off of like our level of connectivity to source, like that our, that our connection is not corroded, that our connection to the life outside of us is not corroded, that we're not operating out of fear or looking for the, even the answers outside of ourselves, but instead that our connection to an ability to create and manifest our intentions is directly based off of our connection with ourselves. So take the time to cultivate whatever that inward work looks like, you know, like that whole concept of going to the gym and working out, you know, working your body out. Like sometimes that experience is all actually working in and you know the things in your life that allow you to work in, that allow you to create and cultivate that connection closer to yourself. Just be intuitive with it. Enjoy the process let go of the desire to appease people outside of yourself or you know to do things because that's the societal norm you know in your heart what's true um i hope that wayne dyer's clip 
excites you as much as it excites me. I'm so grateful for you to be doing this inner work. Um, and if you have any thoughts on this clip, um, the podcast in general, you know, share them with, with, with me on social, start a conversation with your friends, family about intention. Um, and I would love that if this clip hit home for you to go ahead and rate the podcast. It really, really helps on iTunes. Share with a friend or a family member. Um, and most importantly, you know, take this information and this understanding about intention, what it means to you, and go out and create your game. Peace.